This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Hello and welcome to the Covert Nerd Podcast. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to me that you take the time out of your day to hear what I have to say. Before you start the episode, if you would, if you really like this episode and know somebody else that might like this topic, please take a second, pause the podcast, and share it with a friend. I would really appreciate it. Without further ado, let's dive right in and nerd it up with Dan and HeroQuest. Covert Nerd fans, we've got Dan here, and just a quick story on him. I, I posted a question in Facebook and I uh, about talking about HeroQuest, and Dan was quick to respond. He's a big fan of HeroQuest, so I invited him to come on the show and uh, talk about the passion of HeroQuest. And I imagine if you're listening right now, because you saw the title of the episode, you're a fan too. And so we're just going to talk a little bit about HeroQuest. Thanks, Dan, for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Dan, let us know. I always ask this to people that have played HeroQuest. When did you first see HeroQuest and what really grabbed your attention when you first saw it? So kind of take us back in a time machine to when you were a young young kid and when you saw it. Yeah, we're going back in a time machine for sure. We're going back to <laughs> what what year was that? Was that 89? Came out in 89. But I, if uh, you're like well, me, I, I didn't catch it for about another year or so. So, But, but you might be different. Okay. Yeah, that, that Christmas of 89, my, my best friend in elementary school, Peter, actually picked up a copy and invited me over and we played quest one and that's all it took was that one yeah. quest so that was i believe christmas of 89 so i okay. of course got christmas money like every 13 year old boy gets because you know mom and dad don't know what to buy their 13 year old boy for christmas <laughs> i took my 20 dollars and i think it was at a on an end cap at the target at the registers you know those end caps at the registers where they normally have like blu-ray oh, yeah. and stuff nowadays yep, that's where my yeah your five dollar dvds and stuff yep exactly so i picked up my copy and my sister four years younger than me at the time about nine years old we just uh, she played all the heroes i played zargon every now and then the barbie ferrari would run over the board and <laughs> scatter the pieces it's a, and, a magic uh, barbie truck uh, yes came and, and crushed the castle that is hero quest so that and we did actually play a number of times, pretty much all of the quests, I think, all of the 14 original quests. You know, we, we get older, we go to high school, we did that, we move on. And then about 2000, I picked it up out of closet again, invited some friends over, and we would do every Friday night at my house. Everybody grab a frozen pizza or a two liter, bring it over. And, and so we had a regular group that met for about 10, 12 quests. And then in years since, I would say about 2000, we'd get a group together, we'd do Quest 1. Maybe if we had time, we'd do Quest 2. Hey, you guys want to meet up again? Oh, we don't have time. It would die again. Did that twice in the past, I would say, three, four, five years. And then just recently, over the summer, because of COVID, we pulled it out of the closet again. And, um, you know, long story short, my daughter is I, I, I co-parent. And so my daughter, she's now 15. Uh, because of COVID, she's been home a lot. And so social interaction, it, it's non-existent. So we've been safe, of course, about our HeroQuest nights. But uh, during the summertime, we would sit outside on the back deck 
and we got a group of, of friends together and we met and it was fun and we met again and it was fun and actually just a week ago last friday we played quest number one of keller's keep we made it through the original quest book we're, oh, wow. we're in the keller's keep and we're yeah. moving forward and we're going to meet again next friday and so like it's it's back is it all adults yeah well except for my 15 year old daughter she's the youngest okay. one of all of us i'm the oldest so i typically run the zargon carry or, uh, the the zargon role yeah we've stuck together we've of course got our house rules we we bring a pizza we do the two liter thing it's just like being a uh a teenager again it's great teenager all over again what what's yeah. some of the reaction you get from from some of the adults when you or or anybody i guess when you introduce it to them is it is it just like wow these are this is kind of cool when did this come out or, or what kind of reaction have you heard from people you know there's been so many games that have been invented since then and i'm a i'm a gen con veteran so i've seen oh nice every game known to man i've been to every gen con that's existed since 1997 except I missed 2009, but there's 20 some years worth of Gen Cons there where I've seen it all, but you still, for some reason, just don't see HeroQuest. So typically what I hear when I pull that out of the closet is they go, oh my God, I knew somebody, or I had that when I was a kid, yep. or my buddy had that. And, and we get into it and it's, it's the wow factor kind of goes away. You just get into the dungeon and you just go and you do your thing, and you split up, and you get you, you play yeah. the game. The whole nostalgia factor kind of goes away. It's there. It's 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 that uh, atmosphere, of course. But you know, you just jump in and just play, and that's all yeah. there is. I'm sure you've seen it. The simplicity of it is is easy for people to grasp. That's what, at least, what grabbed me when I was a kid, and maybe the same thing to you too. It's it's very simple. And so you can bring in maybe somebody that hasn't ever played any type of RPG and within five, 10 minutes there, they they know what to do. It's not, it's not difficult. It's not rocket science. No, it's not exactly. I'm a 26 year veteran of magic, the gathering when magic gets frustrating. This is my, my go-to. This is a break from the norm. That is magic. You don't have the, the conflict that you would have in a magic situation. Just yet again, you just sit, you just play. I mean, it's as simple as that. You talked about your nine-year-old sisters. I think eight, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds can easily pick this up and, and play it. And, and an adult dad can play it with their kid and it's, it's fine. It'll work. Yeah. And it's it's fun. been a bonding experience for my daughter and I, for sure, especially during such sure. a challenging time. Exactly. Speaking of house rules, I guess, tell the listener then maybe some of the fun house rules you've seen over the years or that you've come up with. The house rules are, you know, you, you kind of, you find the loopholes in the armory, in the text on the, in the, in the, the, the gear and the weapons, as much as I'd like to say, the greatest thing about Hero Quest is the broadsword. It's not. <laughs> the greatest thing about Hero Quest is every character except for the wizard having two long swords and two crossbows. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so that's that's our most pleasurable house rule that we have. <laughs> awesome. I <laughs> love so that. Needless to say, quest one of Keller's Keep, 
everybody just sort of mows through like the Terminator, you know, they've got their crossbows and they're taking dudes out left and right. And, you know, it's, yes. it, it, I, and they keep going, well, but it's, it's not easy or I, it's too easy. It's not difficult anymore. And I'll go, just wait, there's stuff coming <laughs> down the road, but it's coming. I got plans. That's right. That's awesome. I, I'm assuming as a kid, when you, when you saw that blank map in the back, I mean, that probably, if you're like most kids, that just was sparked so many ideas and characters and, and, and crossbows and, and all sorts of things, right? <laughs> Too many crossbows. Absolutely. And the character names. Oh, my God, the character names that I've seen over the years. Jeeves okay. the Dwarf was our best dwarf ever. Uh, oh, it, it man. Was back when Ask Jeeves was actually a thing. Remember yes. that? Yes. Oh, man. Yep. yep. So Jeeves the Dwarf. If you're listening and you're in your early 20s, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we're showing our age. I mean, when I was 13, yes. HeroQuest came out. And you, I'll let you do the math. Yeah. You can do the math. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about the expansions? You, um, let's talk about the expansions that HeroQuest came out with. Uh, tell us some stories about the ones you got, maybe when you got them, and some maybe some stories that go along with those. That was probably about the time when our here or when our our, our uh, Toys R Us came to town. Actually, I was it had been around a couple of years. So of course, the Toys R Us has a pretty good selection. So we got our Keller's Keep and our Return of the Witch Lord. Yep. And uh, my dad used to travel for work. He was a systems analyst for an insurance company. So he would travel to New Hampshire to work in the New Hampshire branch office. So as a almost completionist, HeroQuest was one of those things that I was a completionist about. So my dad actually had an opportunity. He got off work. He left the office. He The Toys R Us was down the street. He walked into the Toys R Us, and here's the Barbarian Quest Pack. And he knew that my sister and I played all the time. He was just observant like that. He calls up my mom, and mom goes, hey, Danny, do you need uh, this other – there's this other Quest Pack. Your dad's at the Toys R Us. Should I have him pick it up? Uh, do they have them both? get them both <laughs> and I, a lot of the collection like all my trans these are my transformers from when i was a kid so my hero quest that i play with now is the hero quest that i had when i was a kid so of course i still have all four of those quest packs from when i was a kid i didn't like grow up to an adult and go hey i want to play hero quest again oh time to go to ebay and pick up a 200 dollars copy of the base set yes <laughs> No, I lucked out. I, my parents were the parents that kept my stuff. They weren't the parents that threw away my stuff or sold my Star Wars figures on the uh, garage sale. So I was lucky yeah, enough garage to have... sale for a dollar, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I was one of the lucky few that that was able to maintain my collection over the years, and my collection was complete as far as a U.S. set goes. Yes, yeah. I love that, man. You are you're the envy of HeroQuest fans all over the world that have the Barbarian and the Elf Quest. Oh my gosh. I oh, can't I believe it. Yeah, they're going like you said, six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Those are going for on eBay. It's insane. Oh boy. And probably even higher now after COVID because I, I worked at a at a video game store and there was a while there during the beginning of COVID where we couldn't keep anything on the shelves. People were scooping up anything they can or anything they could because they knew that they were going to be at home and they're going to be home with the kids. Uh, what better way to, to burn an entire evening, but with quest one out of that base. 
set. Like that's an entire evening. Yeah. I assume you and your sister got through both Elf and Barbarian Quest. No, we never made it oh, that really? far. So oh, my group okay. right now, we're yeah. so we're going to do Keller's Keep. We're yeah. going to do Return of the Witch Lord. Then we're going to do Elf. And I've never touched ever either really? of the Elf or Barbarian Quest books. So, and my group knows this. So we have a lot. Like I said, we have a lot to look forward to. And yes, you may have two crossbows. Pew, pew, pew. You may have two long swords. You might be able to attack diagonally for six with six attack dice. Oh, wait, you took a heroic brew or a potion of strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we got stuff coming. We, the, uh, the, gargoyle, okay. the gargoyle does still scare them, but yeah. uh, the frost beasts and the, the wolf riders, Yeah, that'll give them something to worry about. Oh, man, I'm jealous. That's awesome that you have those. Oh, that's so cool, though, that... They're in pristine condition, and I assume did uh, what happened there? Just you guys kind of just grew out of HeroQuest and just never got around to it. Well, you know, uh, HeroQuest came out when I was thirteen, so yeah. you know, you got high school right around the corner. So high school turns into a thing, and I actually um, I became a comic book fan right about that same time. So that's kind of rather than playing with my sister, and my sister was a girl. You know, she was getting into that, that tween age. I'm not playing these stupid games with you, big brother. Oh, well, then who do I play with? Uh, oh, everybody is now, now we're 16 and we're working jobs and, you know. Got prom to go to and, you know, all the stuff that just goes with being a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. And nerdy, nerdy me, I'm yeah. reading comic books and getting into, <laughs> gosh, I picked up my first magic card in 1995, so... Really, yeah, I was okay. only six years after Hero Quest. So, and and yeah. magic is uh, magic is all consuming. Uh, it's consumed <laughs> it a lot, a lot of my life. I, that's a whole nother story to get into, and a whole nother, whole nother time. Sure, sure. Well, let's talk about the figures because that is just what's awesome about one of the things that's awesome about Hero Quest. What are some of the best figures, in your opinion, that since you have all four expansions? You know, what, what are some of the best figures that you like? You know, I really, why do you like quote, I hate to quote the guy from the video, but the gargoyle really is pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he is one of the greatest yes. things yes. about yep. hero quest. Um, yeah. you know, it, it, as a 13 year old, you're still kind of in touch with your imagination. So that gargoyle, oh, as, and you know, working in game stores for nearly half my life, I've been exposed to a lot of Warhammer and, uh, you know, Fantasy Warner Hammer and, and 40K, so, and, and Pathfinder, um, not Pathfinder. I got Pathfinder mixed up with uh, uh, Privateer Press. Privateer Press. And I, I know people that do painting and they've won awards. And so it's, it's hard to, to look at that stuff and then look at a HeroQuest model and go, uh, so we've relied a lot on our imaginations. And, you know, I can almost close my eyes and I can almost put myself into the shoes of those hero figures while I'm standing there with that gargoyle in front of me going, I'm so dead because this is quest one and all <laughs> I have is a short sword. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it, as much as I look at those miniatures, I've been I've been spoiled by being surrounded by privateer press and, and games workshop materials for most of my adult life. And so, really, HeroQuest was all just about 
Uh, for me, actually, uh, as, as a Magic player, the art, the box art was my thing. So really, yeah, the game was one thing, the art's another, and that's why I treat Magic. I'm a huge art collector. I have a lot of friends that are artists with the game. Met a number of them, and I, I've befriended them over the years, and so that art is really something that I've grasped onto as well as the game. So when people say, Dan, you're so frustrated with Magic, why don't you just get out? Well, because this art is my thing. And Hero Quest for me was probably what inspired my love for the art of magic because that Les Edwards cover is just so nowadays so very iconic. I mean, you see that and there are people my age that'll go, I know what that's from. I can't pinpoint it. I know I've seen that before. Yeah, you saw it on the end cap at Target in 1989 at Christmas time. You may have even had a copy. Yeah. You're right. Les Edwards are just iconic. And I, I I would assume that, like for you, you said that was kind of the air quotes here, gateway drug into fantasy for you. Is that right? Yes, it was. Absolutely. That and uh, the Eye of the Beholder computer games. I've never, ever rolled a die to to create a D&D character. But that was my gateway into the D&D realm. So, like, I've got all these friends that have done illustrations for Magic the Gathering. Well, typically the gateway into Magic is doing a character in a monster compendium for D&D. Uh, and actually, I don't have my T-shirt. i got to do a little Chris, Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Burdett shout-out. Um, he's a, done a number of illustrations for D&D. And he'll say, so tell me about your character. I don't have a character. I've never had a character. I've never played actual D&D. I've only played the computer games, but HeroQuest. And that's a conversation starter right there. You say HeroQuest, and it takes people to a whole different plane. And it, you know, you can go on and on and on for hours and hours and hours about D&D. But there's something about that first game of HeroQuest. It's just, it's that warm chicken soup feeling inside you know because we we first started playing it at christmas time when it was cold and we got down in down and dirty with it in the middle of winter and i don't know there's just something that it's just a it's a thing it's exactly that's exactly right you just all of a sudden you're sucked back to 1989 again or you know wherever you were when you first saw it when you first played it and you're a kid again and it's just it's simple it's fun, and like you said, you can pick it up now, what, 20, well, almost 30 years later, you can pick it up out of the closet and play with somebody, and they'll have a blast, you'll have a blast, and it's just, it's memories, memory making all over again. It's like you're 13 yep. all over again. Exactly. It just exactly. has that pull. And, you know, we're both in a an online, you know, Facebook group that has just some of these wonderful people that have you know, expound on it. They make their own cards. They make their own characters. They paint their figures. They have these rules. They have tiles. I mean, it's just, again, the community that surrounds that game is very inventive. I mean, the, the, the quest people come up with are just astounding. So I don't, I don't know. How, how about you, uh, quest making? Have you made any quests or you got any stories about those? No, I've never actually, you know, because I figured we'd get to the end of it and we'd run out. And that's when we would go to the blank page and start creating our own. But there was just so much richness in the ones that existed. 
and and you know to be honest with you when we didn't quite finish all the quest packs there was no we didn't feel like the the opportunity had presented itself yet so maybe eventually and then with of course the new version that's coming out here soon um you know there's going to be those quests in there like joe manganello is writing a quest and uh that i'm i'm very excited for that because a dude knows his stuff like he does yeah like i i've met jeff easley and for him to have an original jeff easley in his yeah jeff easley was a regular gen con for a number of years and so when when joe manganello is bragging about how his wife sofia vergara commissioned a painting of his character with jeff easley i'm going i met that guy like all kinds of years ago he's actually he's a little bit grumpy so you just gotta kind of <laughs> just word of warning huh? <laughs> <laughs> little word of warning if you meet jeff easley out in public but uh the fact that joe manganello was able to convince his wife to create a D cave out of one room uh, enough said this guy's gonna write a hell of a quest so I'm really looking forward to that. I, that's that's for that. I do the visuals, like the graphic design thing. I, I've done my own share of illustration in my day. So uh, I leave the quest writing to the others. And so I look forward to what is coming to us through that new that new version of the game. Yeah, speaking of the new version, what what is your your two cents worth? I I get the suspicion the community hero quest community is kind of split. But I, I I don't mind it. But I guess what's what's your thoughts on the new reboot revision, whatever you want to call it that that's coming out? I'm so mixed. There's so many thoughts running through my head. Like you know, uh, I'm one of the lucky few that still has his elf quest and his barbarian quest pack. Yes. And so I'm thinking, well, I don't need this new thing. And then they start rolling yeah. out all this stuff. And what's really strange is that if I'm excited for that set for any reason right now, it's that it comes with a ton of dice. Yes. <laughs> I, I hate when we're all scraping together. Yeah. We use the measly yep. little six dice that come with the main set. Please, yep. uh, may I have a few more? Have some more. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and you have to pass the dice around. And when, I don't know when you played. You're like, oh, okay, I've got to pass them over here. Pass them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and right now we've got a gigantic uh, dining room table that I use as my gaming table in my basement. And for us to actually fit around it, because the table is just big, we can we can expand it and shrink with a couple leaves. But still, even if the leaves are all folded in, it's a big table. So my daughter sits way the the way that we compare or the the analogy that we use for this table is when I'm sitting at the head of the table as Zargon, she's Kim Basinger's character in Batman when she says, "Batman, yep. Mr. Wayne, will you please pass the salt?" And so she's like six feet away and we have to pass these dice around this massive table. And so a couple of us have actually just taken six sided dice and done the math on which side is which as compared to a hero quest white die. So now we just use those, but it, there's just something that doesn't feel right about that. Like it has it does, to be yeah. those little wooden white the dice skulls with the, and the shields chipping off. The upside yep. down, it, it looks like a bunny rabbit. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> You're exactly right. No, I was I was excited. So as soon as I saw that, I'm like, nope, I gotta I gotta back this. There's no way I'm not going to back this. And they Frozen. hit their goals so quickly. So it's I'm looking forward to it. So any of the naysayers out there, I'm like, no, we need we need a remake of this. We've been begging for this for decades, 
and we get it. And so how could you not be excited for it when it finally comes? That was we my never thought. saw it coming. Like, wait a minute. I know. They're making HeroQuest again? What is this? I know. Duh. Why didn't you do this 10 years ago? I just happened to see it on, I think, Twitter or something. I don't know where you first saw it at, but I just happened to bump into it. Yeah, just stumbled upon it. Oh, actually, so I'm a, I'm a member of this newsletter. I get this newsletter from ICV2, um, and they had a story about it. And they get all the down and dirty stuff. Like, uh, wait, that you're – okay, so there it is. So that's where I got it. And then I went to the little countdown page and went, wait, this is for real. Like, this is actually happening. Oh, my I know. God. Like, and then I went online. I went to the Facebook page, and I stumbled on the, the Facebook page that you and I met at. And I'm like, wait a minute, look at all these people and look at what all they're doing with this 3D printed boards and figures. And oh, my God, this is so elaborate. Like, I'm totally jealous of all these people. I know there's some extremely talented folks in the the HeroQuest community. So that's what I really kind of like about that, that they've really dug into it and expounded on it and just have all these fun rules. And it's just really a truly a good system to to work within i since you have your finger on the the gaming community have you ever met steve the no, uh, I I got his last name now the creator of it no. i can't remember his last name now gosh HeroQuest is one of those things at gen con the world's biggest game tabletop gaming convention but what's really funny about that is hero quest is a really obscure thing at gen con the only place that you ever really see hero quest is if you go to the board game auction where people just everyday people bring their stuff that they want to auction off gen con gets a portion of the proceeds and actually i think there's a, a charity portion of it but i will walk past the room and kind of peek in the door and go my god there's a copy of hero quest stacked up there but that's the most hero quest presence i ever see at uh the biggest gaming convention in the world it's very strange that is kind of strange, but like you said, everybody. Hey, I know somebody that had it. Like you said, it's it, it was still very pervasive yep. back in the yep. late late eighties, early nineties. How about uh, Advanced Hero Quest? Did you ever play that? Never played it. No, I never had an okay. opportunity yeah, me neither. to. No, yeah, I, so yeah. I, I know very. I did have a chance. I do still have my copy of what's the big plastic mat? It's like six foot by six foot Battle Masters. Oh. Yeah, Battlemaster. Yes, another one. Yeah. I have my Battlemasters. It's not in the best of shape, um, but, you know, that's what you get when the board is the size of your living room. And to get to the pieces, you have to step over things. You know, those 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 Lego moments that parents have, I had those with my Battlemasters characters. Uh, and so I, I did that. I did all that weird, if it had a miniature in a board game, I got it. Dark World. Um, oh, Dragon yeah. Strike. Dragon Strike, uh, yes. There was an X-Men board game that had a bunch of little plastic mini yes. figures. Yes, the little great that. ones. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I, I actually ended up getting that one because at the time I was a comic book geek. And if you buy the, the game and you send in a code with your receipt, you got the X-Men number one or X-Men number five silver edition. So I... Oh that's man! Why I bought that. That's um, awesome. So I have all of those, but none of them, none of them, did what Hero Quest could do. Yeah, there's just a, I think, a special place in every 
every person's heart for Hero Quest. It just has, like you said, it has that something. Uh, lastly, I guess did you did you paint your figures? No, I left them all just. I'm not a I'm not a figure painter. I'd rather apply paint to an illustration board than to uh, than to a figure. And and I well, I've done two figures in my day. I think they were both Magic the Gathering metal miniatures. Um, especially after you see what some of like the people that your local game store when they put their armies in the display case, like yeah, I, I can't. There's that's serious. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I get it. Yeah. I didn't paint mine either. I just I just don't have that factor, that paint factor. I, I don't know. You, you either have it or you don't. I don't know that you yeah. can. I'm I'm not an artist, so but but just the figures. Yeah, yeah. just a fun, fun, fun game. So I would recommend any listener out there if you talk to somebody that has one, uh, a system. Otherwise. You know the reboot's coming out in the fall of twenty one. Are we going to be able to get that in stores? I would assume we are, aren't we? I would assume so. From what I've read a little bit on the on the forums, like like we're in on Facebook, it sounds like it's going to come out in the fall, and then Hasbro's probably going to put it in stores after that. That's my impression. So I think the masses will have a chance to to get it again, and like you said, get, play it with your kids, since you can talk to them. Like like you're talking about here, I, I play with my kids and I tell them the stories about when I first got this and played with nope. some friends in college and you know blah 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 you know nope. as, as talk, talk like like old men you know <laughs> get off my yard yep, get out, exactly. don't touch my hero quest figures <laughs> <laughs> don't mark so. in that quest book that quest book is worth money <laughs> yeah I can sell that <laughs> exactly exactly so it's just a, a fun game you can you can break out with friends and like you said you've got a whole new community of gamers now at your house like you said and and get to experience it all over again so I'm looking forward to hearing I, I definitely want to follow up with you Dan when you get through all of them uh you know barbarian and elf quest yeah. and let us know how it went oh, and so much to look forward to I know. It sounds like that's awesome, though. I, I to play from, you know, the trial all the way to. Uh, I suppose is Elf Quest going to be the last one? I would assume. I, I'm not sure how that. I think we're going to do that's supposed to go. For some reason, my gut tells me that the Barbarian Quest Pack is going to be more difficult than the Elf Quest Pack. So we're going to do Elf first. Well, we still have to get through Keller's Keep, and then Return of the Witch Lord. And then the Elf Quest Pack, and then the Barbarian Quest Pack. So we'll be busy for, I don't know, another year or two probably. Oh, yeah. we can stick with it. Yeah, yeah, that's but, that's the key. But it's it's fun. I, I don't think yeah. your friends will be disappointed at all. I am hope they no, enjoy it. No, they haven't it. been yet. They have been enjoying Good. every every minute of it. Yep. Well, when you have handheld crossbows, I mean, you can't go wrong, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean think about it. If you look at the armory, it doesn't say anything about it being a two-handed weapon. So that's a good point. One in each hand. Yep, that's what's fun about Hero Quest. It's very flexible. That's right. That's right. Now I'm wondering though if they're going to close up those loopholes in the instruction booklet with the re-release. That's I don't know. I've I haven't I heard don't know either if I'm way. Okay with that. Yeah. The, uh oh. Your uh, your uh, crossbow handheld crossbows might have to definitely be yeah. a strong house rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna have to come to a vote. Hey guys, do we get to keep the two crossbow rule, or do we go to the new quest book? 
See, this is the thing about magic. Rules are changing all the time. Drives me yeah. crazy. With Hero Quest, gosh, it would be nice if we could just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Use your imagination. Come on. <laughs> right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So maybe also, too, I'd love to get some feedback from from you and, and maybe some of your friends if they if we bring out the new new re, re, hero quest 2.0 what they think of it and i'm hoping they're going to have some expansions too down the road with with the new release and they do have the hero quest card game coming out that's or that's already out i don't know if you saw that or not but i've seen it i know nothing about it i i yeah. do enough with card games anytime a new card com, game comes out i kind of just go i don't know i'm a magic player i don't really need another one of these oh boy yeah, here we go <laughs> I know it came out of the blue too. I mean, all of a sudden, people are like, "Hey, did you see this? Amazon yeah. has this Hero Quest card game." Hasbro yeah. made no announcement or anything. I mean, I guess what what's the deal with Hasbro? You've been to Gen Con, I guess. I do they have a presence there or what? Uh, they do in Wizards of the Coast, but even then, it's only as a tournament organizing entity, and they outsource the organization of tournaments to somebody else. There's not really. They leave a lot of their uh, hype type stuff for PAX. So I think September, I think, is PAX. And so they have a bigger presence there, mainly because PAX, I think, typically happens in, what, California. And with Wizards of the Coast being on that coast, they just kind of drive a bus of people down the, down the street and do their PAX thing. So when it comes to Hasbro presence, it was or at Gen Con, it is it's minimal. Uh, Wizards of the Coast, before they were bought by Hasbro, did have a presence at Gen Con every year. Had this big castle in the middle of the convention center, and you could go buy the new D and D book, the new whatever game, along with some packs of Magic. But uh, you know, Hasbro these days, they're taking things. They're taking a new approach to things. I'm not sure if I like it. As a Star Wars fan, not necessarily as a collector, but I, I do a lot of Star Wars podcast listening, and it, the, it's unanimous right now that Hasbro's really not doing well with taking care of their Star Wars collectors. So I just hope that the, the team that mans the HeroQuest ship knows how to float that ship because we're a pretty hardcore bunch when you when you know when <laughs> oh, you yeah. think about it we don't want our hero quest messed with so no hopefully this is being made by the fans for the fans i i get that impression i i think i think the the people that are heading it up you know they were like us they they were 12 13 14 whatever it was when they played it and they're like hey I want to bring this back, and and they did, but it just seemed odd that they just, like you said, with the the reboot of the game itself, and then with this card game, it's just out of the blue. There was no, hey, in two weeks we're launching the Hero Quest card game, or it was just here's the game, there you go, buy it. It was really yep. strange. I I don't know the rationale behind that. I don't think it was even COVID related. Like, there's a lot of things you just say, oh, it's because of the Rona, and everybody just sort of waves it off. But I don't think that that had anything to do with this. I think this was meant to be surprise, surprise. We're giving you Hero Quest back and make and watching us all like whiplash because yeah. we're going, wait, what? <laughs> when did this happen? Okay. And yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not complaining, but it's just kind of, it's just really weird that. You would yeah. think a company is like Has Hasbro or 
would build some hype or, or something instead of just dropping yeah. it. I, that's kind of strange. Yeah. I've, yeah, as I said, you know, I'm a veteran of Magic the Gathering. I've been playing for 26 years. Uh, so I've seen every marketing ploy that Wizards of the Coast has to offer. And when Hasbro took over, it was it was like they handle magic kind of the way that Kevin Feige handles the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's very strategic and careful about yeah. what is announced to the public when it's announced to the public. Everything is really, really strategic. But HeroQuest was like guerrilla warfare. Surprise, here we are. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It was just out of the blue. But again, not complaining, but I just hope that no. this strategy doesn't hurt the the popularity of the game, but I don't know. I, we'll, we'll find out. Hey, if the Kickstarters, you know, annihilated it the way that I think they did. And then to the yeah. point where Hasbro is going to put it in stores. Yeah. And uh, I won't say that it's going to be magic, the gathering level, but no. boy, the people that didn't know about hero quest before, even people our age, they're going to know about it. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I have a feeling, I think it's going to take off and do, do very well. So, Cool. Well, hey, Dan, I appreciate it. I think we'll put a pin in this for now. But I, man, if you're up for it, I'd definitely love to keep in touch and and let's let's talk some more about the, you know Gen Con or HeroQuest games in the future and and uh, all all the things that are related to it. Clearly, I I know my share of geek stuff, so I'm I'm willing any day, any day you'll have me. I'm 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 uh, excited to join you. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it, Dan. I'll let you go. And yeah, absolutely. Take care, man. Dan's a great guy. He's awesome. Very smart, as you can tell by the episode. Please go to covertnerd.net for all the information about this episode and previous episodes. Also in the show notes, I'll have links to Dan's contacts. So get in touch with him, ask him questions about gaming, especially Magic the Gathering. He's a big fan of that. Gen Con, things like that. And thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Until next time, nerd it up. Nerd it up.